got to put a little lube on it. You know what I mean? Dude, that's not going to be the story. Tell you that right Why? Because you're a weirdo. Get your rocks off on it. What? That don't make no sense. <laughs> Sound drop. Love it! And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golfs huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Welcome in, friends. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast, and you are listening to episode 79, which I am now dubbing the pre-NFL episode. The red light is on, and that means stop thinking and get a little senseless with with the three co-hosts of this podcast. First, all the way from the desert, we have the hardest working man in America, St. Bales. <laughs> How about it, you creep, you lunatics, mental defectives? Good evening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, as I uh, am waking you up on this beautiful Saturday. Um, hope the birds are chirping for you. Let's get this one going. And this pod will continue going. I'm going to introduce my other co-host, at Walsh Disney. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. What up? How y'all? The hardest working man in show business. Hey, yes, the performance business. Hey, you know, it shows I'm sweating right now. So hot in here. So hot hot. on this date of 8-30-2019. That is August 30th, 2019. I think I'd do that better than you. We have already previously said that this is episode 79 and we are in the cockpit. We have taken off from PDX and we are currently on our way to Pleasure Town. Starting with on this date. Do you know, did you know that on this date back in 1990? I'm still stuck on Pleasure Town. This is audio Pleasure Town for your ears. (laughs) For your ears. Thank you so much for clarifying. Uh, I was trying to figure out what's going on today. On this date in 1990, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. became the first father and son to play on the same team, the Seattle Mariners, and they actually both hit a single in the first inning of that game. 1990. The kid. The kid and the dad. They batted back to back? Ah, that I don't know. Great trivia. Yeah. (laughs) 
Next week on trivia. <laughs> next week. <laughs> on uh, this day. Um, but yeah. That's um, great though. I love any anytime we can talk Griffey, we let's talk some Griffies. Great yeah. family. Baseball royalty. What are, I don't even we know have what, Griffey I, looking over us right now. It's beautiful. Looking I don't over. even know what, I don't even know what Griffey Senior would look like. Like I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Take take junior in like but a little aging. different. With the with the aging app? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. We're looking at a picture right now. This is great podcasting. Oh, he looks very he's similar very, actually. Yeah, he looks a lot oh, like wow. thicker. He, whoa, they're both thick. Whoa. Don't you do, don't don't do this. Okay. Uh he looks like <laughs> he looks like Ken Griffey Jr. mixed with Sammy Sosa. Dark Sammy. Not Ooh, so, mm. wow. Can I clarify? How intolerant. Sammy chose to do that, man. Sammy, cho- <laughs> Sammy, Sammy chose. chose. Sammy chose. So he looks like Let's chose that thoughts, life. <laughs> I chose. Go. We'll choose random thoughts. Bales, do you have a random thought? Um. Yeah. I. You know. I got. I got this. This thing on my mind. Uh. What would that be? Were, if Rosetta Stone offered you to teach you one language for free, since Rosetta Stone is uh, insanely expensive, uh, what language would you want to learn? I'm going to say Chinese. Chinese or Arabic. Why? Both, both business related. I feel like a lot of business you know, would go either to the Middle East or to Asia. You don't know. You don't have a political science degree. Oh, you I want you want business though. Yes, yes. Not not business. interested in political yeah. affairs. Practically, if I was speaking practically, I'd say Spanish, since that's what most you know. That's the second language. Your family, really, especially yeah, my in my family yeah. and your family and in America. Yeah, <laughs> and in America, you know. Yeah, but I think if just for me. Italian's kind of dope. Yeah, dude. Like, Latin, no, Latin. no Latin. you're you took you got it right and then you Latin. fell in the wrong direction. No, no, I want no. Latin. Have fun I'm with taking... your Dungeons and Dragons friends over there speaking I'm Latin. Going be, I'm gonna be like Indiana Jones <laughs> finding lost treasures. Oh my! And you guys are gonna be speaking Chinese. <laughs> I never. You. I didn't even say my answer yet. But well, I'm gonna go right now. I was going to agree with you on the Italian part, and I also agree with you on the Spanish just in uh, the field of work I'm in. Yeah. I really got to get this Spanish thing down. <laughs> I'm slowly getting there, but it's just slowly ticking me off that I can't understand what the hell they're saying. But why Italian? Uh, mom's side's Italian. That's why. Just because they're... Arrivederci! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what about, all, I don't know. What about like... Gaelic, and it, that's Irish, right? That's just English with an accent. Yeah, it would be Pig Latin, Walsh. I want to do pig or Pig Latin. I want to learn Pig Latin. How about that? That's hard <laughs> to do. It would be an excuse to have a pinky ring too. Learning uh, Italian, uh, gold or silver. My, uh, my grandpa actually had a silver pinky ring. <laughs> Glory, Dad. Nice. I just uh, got, the, I just got like a huge wave of deja vu. One. I don't know. I just felt like we'd had this conversation before. Pinky Not ring that we combo. Have but like, just a, just a weird way. You guys know this feeling when you're like, damn, no. 
Did I dream this? Or have we done this before? Yeah. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Just that deja vu feeling. If it was feeling. dream and it wasn't real, how to get a jersey with the name O'Neal? O'Neal. O'Neal. It was all a dream. I was going with Aaron Carter lyrics, and then all of a sudden he spits notorious out. Yeah. <laughs> Walsh was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I like that. I like that one. Um, I I don't have the discipline to learn another language. I just don't. And that's Neither. a crappy thing about I me. just don't have, I just don't understand how to do it. Yeah. I couldn't learn English right now if I wanted to, you know? If I hadn't learned what? it as a baby, I would be stuck. I yeah. would never know English. <laughs> You're a you're a journalism major though. You should be good at English. You think? Mm. Slip by. You'd be surprised. Slip yeah. by. Okay. Back in the class. <laughs> Who else has a random thought? Huh? Oh, I do. Okay, here we go. Let me just pull this up. Okay, think back to yourself as a young child, toddler even. Ooh. Pre-dressing yourself. What were you wearing? If you think back to that time, what are you wearing? What are you getting dressed in? Shorts and a t-shirt all the time, I feel like. Yeah, but like what kind? Wait, what I'll is tell, the I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. So so if you think back to the what you were wearing, the pictures you've seen of when before you were dressing, how were your parents dressing you? I'll tell you this. I'll set the scene. My Oddly parents, I, I felt like my parents had, had this dope fashion that's now back in style. It's like the acid wash jeans. I was wearing Converse. Nice. Like the black old school Converse with a, a little polo, white collar, navy blue, but with like the orange, red, green uh, the blocks. vertical yeah. stripe. Okay. Yeah, block stripes and a hard comb over. Nice. Hard blonde comb over. Nice. Looking fresh to death. Treated like a prince, huh? Treated like a prince. That was I, I have that one like specific picture in mind. And I was just wondering, like, how did it, how did other people's parents dress then? I remember one sweatshirt that I remember wearing a lot. It was a Looney Tunes basketball sweatshirt. It was a hoodie. Uh like kind of Yeah, like faded blue, but it had all the characters playing basketball uh on the front. And then I had, I don't know what kind of shoes. And I just had some jeans. Yeah, I feel like I didn't have really all that much style. I feel like it was yeah, pretty my, plain. <laughs> very, very specific from the Walsh family. Yeah. Very, very specific you, style. Your parents dressed you well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My folks, my folks didn't really give me the sense of style. And it kind of carries on to me today. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just speaking the truth, but hey. I don't, I don't need to f***ing look like a, like a diva 24 seven. Live the way you live, man. I do have a couple, you know, nice shirts that I have when I do go out and about, but then at the same time, I feel completely comfortable wearing jeans and a Carhartt pocket tee. <laughs> uh, or or which, just athletic which, shorts and no shirt as you are now. Which, I mean, I do that. Quite frequently after a day of work. Pod dress um, code. I, love uh, it. I remember back when I was little, though, um, zipper sweatshirts were big for me. Shorts were big for me. Um, and I feel like my folks were big on just, like, odd colors. Like, a lot of turquoise, a lot of purple and yellow. Very 90s. Uh, um, yeah, very 90s. Yeah, that sense. bold. That bold. That's what kind of what I'm talking about. 
There also is a a picture of at St. Bales in 49ers gear uh, because, because of uh, the guru himself. So not always a big that. Always wanted a Niner fan. Uh, uh, I mean, Jimmy G's cool, but <sighs> just, just another, just another, another way you disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we beat the 49ers last night. We'll hey. Preseason uh, football. Okay, let's move. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got two real quick, so I'm going to fire off my first one. Uh, last week, it was reported uh, Oregon made the, the national news where it was reported that a lady in Estacada fell into her septic tank. Now, let me break this down for our non-Oregon livers. Estacada is about five, seven miles northeast of Portland. Uh, no, a little bit further than that, but it's out there in the boonies. Her closest neighbor was a thousand, uh, a thousand uh, feet away, so a good distance away. Couldn't hear her down there in the septic tank. She spent three days in the septic tank in her own feces before her daughter got worried, came over, and found her. Fire department ended up pulling her out. She's okay. But I don't, asked don't to you. What is the worst thing that you think you could tolerate living in for three days? Granted, she, she had to stand up straight for three days. It was up to her shoulders. What is the grossest thing do you think that you could live in for three days? Not that. I'll Answer tell you, me that. Not that. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> not that. I thought that was a wild story. I thought that was a wild story. Raw fish. Fish right out of the Ooh. river, right out of the ocean. Stank. I think that's as far as I'd go. Stank. That's a good because, one. That is a good one. Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I, cause, cause you can lay down on them. I mean, what are they gonna do? Kick up and hit you? But like, they're semi sort of comfortable. Okay. If you gotta eat, I mean, I am a sushi fan. Just go <laughs> rip one of those suckers apart. Just take it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Golem style. Yeah. Yeah. Whack the head just, a couple times real quick. Yeah. Just slap it against whatever like barrier that's holding you in. Slap two fish together. Yeah. You got dude, just bump. another fish. <laughs> I got breakfast. I got dinner and then breakfast in the morning. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Bang, bang. Walsh, what about you? I like the sushi idea. Um, Push yourself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what are Decaying apples? <laughs> that's, that's not that bad. That's just, that's just like apple juice yeah. inside. Yeah, like, okay. Um, what I was just thinking, like, um, like ashes, like a, a lot of fires, like fire ash. That would be super uncomfortable. That would, and you'd be breathing it I, for your health the whole time. You probably shouldn't breathe in ash for three days. No. But I think I could do it. Okay. I don't think what? I could do it if I had to. It was like that or die. Yeah. I think I could do it. Yeah. Maybe. Or I might die. Is anyone going in? Do you think Do you think you guys could have lasted even half a day in a septic tank? No. No. I think I'd just no, kind of God, throw myself. No. I think I'd throw I, up yeah. uncontrollably. I, and die. Yes. I, would have, I would have had to sit down. Maybe yeah. Laundry. Exactly. How do, you, how do you function for three days? Um, I don't know. Go the, the thing is, is like let's move, the thing let's is, try is and like as far away from this as possible. I thought no, I on. thought it was going to be a good one. One more quick thing. You know when you get sprayed by a skunk, you're supposed to take a tomato a tomato sauce bath, tomato tomatoes bath. Mm -hmm. 
like that would be like really eh at first but like I don't understand the reasoning why you use tomatoes to like get the stench off. Like neutralizing. I don't know what it is about the Or the tomatoes. acid in it. I don't yeah. know what it Yeah. Science. Science. Which we are not science guys, so I'm gonna go on to my second one. This statistic <laughs> blew me away. It says that twelve percent of Americans who open a bottle of wine just for themselves, they're not sharing it with anybody, open a bottle of wine. Only twelve percent of Americans will completely finish that bottle when it's opened. So they're saying that 88% will not finish a bottle if they open it, if it's just them. Yeah, but who the fuck is taking that survey? I don't know, because I'm thinking it's way too easy to finish a bottle of wine. That's three, four glasses max. That's way too easy. Three and a quarter. Exactly. So like, I'm, I'm shocked that it's way this low, to be honest. Yeah, see, they don't have the right people taking these surveys. I don't like hearing that America's stats are based off these clowns that don't have jobs. Or in the they're, Mall of America, you know. Yeah, they're taking these random-ass surveys <laughs> trying to, to, to basically describe America when the people who actually drink wine, the people who actually care, the people who are actually a good time, that <laughs> could probably jump to like 60, yeah. 70. I was going to say it's... If I open it, I'm going to finish it because I feel like I'm going to waste it if it's not. Correct. Do you – Do you, you don't drink wine though at Walt Disney. No. I was going to say you're talking to the 88%, but then you really – you hit a nerve with bales and I didn't want to get yelled at. So yeah. kind of stuck back. You guys can't just – I don't know, put a, put Walsh. the cork back in. But Yeah. You so bales. Luscious. bales. We, yeah. we can get Walsh to be a wine guy before we can get him to be a sushi guy. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so I'm going to answer Walsh's question, and can, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. One glass of wine is not going to make you feel crazy. Two glasses of wine, okay, we're getting there. But you really do need that third glass to start feeling, like, good. So it's like you're never really going to have one glass of wine, you know? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you have one glass of wine, you basically are turning on elevator music. Exactly. You have two glasses of wine, you're turning on Moneymaker by Ludacris. Okay. What's okay. what's the third glass? Um, like a G6 by Far East Movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm just saying, it's it it's a it's a different it's a it's a good buzz. It's a different buzz though. Yeah. And I feel like everybody has a different take, but I feel like from personal experience, I like a good glass of wine. I like a good bottle or two of wine, you know? I like that as well. Um, As I do like and appreciate all of your thoughts, gentlemen, did you have any more random thoughts? Negative. Negatory. Negatory. Then I will steer this ship to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Gonna make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia, our our most logical, I guess, segment. Informative. Yeah, uh, of the of the whole podcast. So I'll let it. I'll let you gentlemen take it away. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, last week's trivia question brought to you by uh, is is following this. What is the MG? <laughs> <laughs> what is the 
What is the PGA record for highest score on a par four? Again, what is the PGA record for highest score on a par four? Three, two, one, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin Na, the 16 on hole nine at the Valero Texas Open. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Na, the answer for this last week's trivia question. How about this? It was not his hole. Not. <laughs> not happening for him. Not you know, happy. <laughs> he did not win. <laughs> every time every time he was like kicking back to like hit it, it would just go, the hole would go, nah. <laughs> <laughs> right in the backswing. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me. I forgot. I got, I got distracted. Uh, I did not know I needed to read this week's <laughs> trivia question, which is, which NFL franchise has the most compo- combined wins? This week's trivia question again: most combined wins by an NA- by an NFL franchise. Not NHL. Not Too early for that. He's a big hockey guy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be a big hockey podcast coming up, but who? NFL franchise, most combined wins. Who is it? For bonus points, how many is it? For now, oh, ten. Ten bonus points to whoever What's the number. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. With that, I'm going to take what us just happened? to the news. <laughs> I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you. To stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. This is the news where we talk about sports and sports only you know it by now. You know the drill. We start the shindig with the biggest league in the world. That is the NFL. Josh Gordon, ladies and gentlemen, has been cleared to go to play in the 2019-2020 season. How cool is this? Reinstated, off the injury list, full bore, full go, I, I believe he played this in this week's preseason game. He's ready, and I think it's going to be a big year for him. Flash. Ah. No running back. The, the, the running back is questionable always in New England. Edelman, Sony? Dorsett. Demarius Thomas had a really nice game last night. He had two touchdowns in that preseason game. I think he's back. I think he's been there, and he just hasn't had the right opportunity. He's back. He's warmed up. He's ready to go. So they got four receivers on lock. Dorsett, Thomas, Gordon, Edelman. No tight end. That's going to be a little tough. See what Tom does. Uh, but uh, this Patriots offense is going to be uh, – they're going to they're be a good time, man. <laughs> Speaking of a good time, the NFL owners believe it would be a good time for all to push and expand the season by – I think they're – Request is to remove the preseason and to extend the playoffs by two games. Is that correct? Is that what you're they, hearing? They either want two, one or two regular season games or another playoff round, I believe. Give me more playoff. I'm going to step back after this. Give me more playoff football. Give me more 
turn up the dial on intensity and what the games mean. Give me that rather than just another regular season game. Yeah. Um, I'm going to step back. That's how I feel. I want to hear your guys' takes. So my thing would be, one, everybody expected this. Like, we all knew this was coming, and they did it. I actually... I don't think this is going to happen, and I don't think the owners think this is going to happen. I think this is the owners throwing out a fake ask to get to the real ask. Overshoot the you target. Throw, yeah, you, the throw, bargaining you throw this out, and then they say no, and you, can, you say, okay, and you said no to that. How about, boom, this is what we really want. Yeah. This is the, this is the um, distraction. The decoy. The decoy. Yeah, that's that fake duck. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and propose something that I hope Roger Goodell listens to tomorrow morning when he wakes up. Let's make this happen. NFL playoffs, okay? One and two in each AFC NFC get the bye. I'm feeling going instead of two wild cards in each AFC NFC, I'm feeling four in each AFC NFC. So it's basically kinda like a sort of NBA playoff thing in a sense where it's one eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five. Walsh just squinted his face at me saying, eh, don't know if I like that. But it's more of a March Madness in a sense feeling. Let's say, for example, I'll say, let's say the L.A. Chargers get the seventh seed, the seventh wild card, okay? I'm not, just come on, I'm, I'm, I'm being nice here. Yeah. Okay, let's say, uh, let's say the Patriots went two. That was a playoff game right out of the bat in January. Chargers win in Foxborough. Upset alert. Let's keep it moving. I kind of like this. I kind of like adding two more teams on four teams in total to the playoffs, just so it's not like. Because I feel like every year there's there's good a good twelve teams in the NFL playoffs, but I feel really bad for those like three or three ish other teams that didn't make it when they should have. So why don't you just add two more wild cards in, on on each side of the on each side of the bracket? How's that sound? I don't want to. In the regular season, needs to mean something. That's my only worry. And it I don't does want mean too, I don't want too many teams to make the playoffs. That's just my one thing. And you know why, how? Why? Sorry, to, sorry why, to interrupt. Why, why, why Walsh? Why don't why they do want, want too many teams to make the playoffs? Correct. Because then, like it's, tradition, then it's too like much tradition? like March Madness, where it's like, okay, so we lost, whatever, we're still going to make it to the tournament, and we don't need to be hot until then. You gotta, if you don't do well in the regular season, you don't make the playoffs. That makes the regular season more important. Yeah, but what if you're hot weeks 8 through 17, and then you're like, well, damn, we barely missed the playoffs, but when you go with my idea, it's like, damn. We're like the eight seed playing Kansas City. Like, let's keep this hot. Let's keep this oven going. Pardon my language. Too damn bad. Okay. All right, let's move on. Cool. Uh, the Dolphins. Sorry, I didn't. I, no, I didn't it's, not a, it's not a bad idea. Man. I'm just. It worries me. That's the only thing. Why? For gambling purposes, or for for personal purposes, no, or just, what? Because I don't want too many teams to make the playoffs. We already, I already said that part. And on to the Dolphins. Mm. What the Dolphins are interested in is one Jadavion Clowney. They're interested in trading uh, with the Houston Texans for their star defensive player. Um, 
I love the move for the Dolphins. I don't think it's going to make, if they do secure the trade, I don't think it's going to make them any more significant of a team. Um, I don't know how you gentlemen feel, um, but I like the aggressive push for the Dolphins. I don't know who they'd be willing to give, or they don't even have really any pieces that they could really dish out. So I don't know how that's going to work. I don't think the Dolphins should. I think I don't think the Dolphins should freak out right now. I think they should be patient and wait for the next big thing to come out of college football this year. Well, see, it doesn't even it doesn't make sense. Like what you said, they don't have one. They don't have the pieces except for they've got like Rose. I've heard Laramie Tunsil thrown out there, but nobody wants to do that on the Dolphins. And other than that, you got nothing. So it'd be like okay, we're giving up too much to get a player that isn't really a. Uh, foundational piece for a growing team. It doesn't make he a whole is, bunch of sense. Don't do it. He's so. a former hot name, is what he is. Mm-hmm. Speaking of nice pieces, the nicest piece at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins is is one Fitz Magic. He was named the starter for the Miami Dolphins this week over Josh Rosen. This to me comes at no surprise. I'll give you my take later. Boys, lay it on me. Gilbert, Arizona native, went to high school right across the street, kitty corner from where I live. This this hood, I don't hear a damn thing about Fitz, Fitzpatrick. There's no there's no billboards, no signs, nobody cares. But here's the thing. Miami's gonna make it hot though, okay? They're gonna they're gonna be nice in the AF, in the in the AFC East. Okay, right behind the Jets, right behind the Pats, ahead of the Bills. They'll still be okay. Jets are fighting for a wild card, but I'm not getting there right now. Uh, but Fitz, he's the journeyman, okay? And that's why I love him. It, it, it's, a, it's a mutual thing. It's a journeyman. This thing. is why Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting is because the NFL knows what it has in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have four to six games of production. You know what you're going to get. You're going to get some turnovers. You're going to get some production out of him as well. All that time, Josh Rosen continues to develop. Give him another six weeks. Get him more comfortable with this offense. He will be – Josh Rosen's going to take over midseason, and he will be the starter by the end of the year. But to me, it's a no-brainer that Fitz was named uh, starter at the beginning of the year. It just makes more sense that way. If he starts more than four games – It'll be an absolute travesty. I understand what you're saying. I like the the kind of where you're coming from with give Rosen a little bit more time to get comfortable. Don't rush it. And I'm okay with that. But if it's more than four, if it's really more than three, that's it's that's a mistake. Okay, so let's go over under three. Over so under three. Under what three? wins? Okay, no over under either four and above or three and below. Three and below. Bills. For weeks or ga- wins? Games. Games. Weeks. Starting. Uh, For uh, over. Over. Okay. Four and above, and I'm going to go over. I I think it'll be over. I'm hoping it's <laughs> Um Fitzpatrick, I believe the this is his eighth team he's starting. He's going to be a starting quarterback for. I believe this is the most ever. Love it. I. And there's a reason for it. Yeah. He's a good guy. Smart guy. Um, yeah, who's not that good of a quarterback. Hey, <laughs> hey, he's exactly as good of a quarterback he needs to be. But, <laughs> to not stick. <laughs> Speaking of not sticking, uh, Zeke is not sticking with the Cowboys organization. He's off in paradise in Cabo, continuing to train on his own. And the Cowboys are preparing for a long-haul battle with their star running back. 
What else uh-huh. have we heard? He's still in Cabo. Still, he so he's received these a uh, bid for the set or an offer for the second highest yep. paid running back salary. Still not happy with it. From what I hear and I understand, he's not even taking calls unless the number jumps up to RB one set or money. How do you guys feel? I feel like okay. This is this is how I feel. I was thinking about this today. In everybody wants. You know, like, what side or the other. But really, what the, everyone knows what this is. They just don't really, like, want... I feel like they don't want to say it, because I haven't heard it. Mm-hmm. This is a stare-down, and we'll figure out who wins in the first couple games of the season. If they go 1-2, Zeke wins. If they go 2-0, Jerry will probably win. It'll be over. It's like, we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens. That's how I feel. I have a... Qu- I think... Oh, go for it. Go sorry. ahead. No, go, go, no, go ahead. Somebody go! Okay. Um, basically what it is, is they're not paying him because they feel good about Tony Pollard. Yeah, they're, I think they feel, they're running they feel back good about, in, they feel good about their business. defense, they feel good about Dak and Amari, they feel good about who they're playing, they they're, feel yeah. good, and, and Zeke feels good, like, this is what I'm saying, it's like, they both have their reasons, we'll see. Have the you, result is going to be based on the record. Have you it's been, like a, it's like a champagne bottle about to explode. Like, when is it going to explode is when it's going to happen. When the when the clock strikes midnight. <laughs> who are the bubbles and who are the fluid? What? What? Who's the bubbles and who's the fluid? The Cowboys or Zeke? I think and who takes the, the Cowboys top are the fluid and the Zeke's off? the bubbles. There who you takes go. the top off? I think Jerry. Zeke or Jerry? Jerry. I think Jerry will be popping King? first. King Jerry? Yeah. Have you guys followed the storyline of Jerry? So Jerry apparently doesn't talk, like to talk with agents, so he talks directly to players Yeah. or tries to. But do you guys buy into the narrative? Jerry's apparently trying to sell. He tried to sell Dak. He will try and sell Amari, and he's trying to sell Zeke on the notion that just because you play for the Dallas D and because you, you play for the Dallas Cowboys that you will and should make it up in marketing dollars later on down the road. That's do true. You, do you guys buy that? Yes! I don't buy that anymore. If, if Zach is starting for the Dolphins, do you think he's got any commercials? I think it it it's it was worth that amount of millions of dollars back then. I think it's I think it doesn't mean it doesn't translate to millions and millions of dollars as it did back when that Somebody tell me who Rosen's doing commercials for. If da- if Dak had gone to the Cardinals, he would be the same spot Rosen is. Except worse, cuz he's not as good. Like being a Cowboys quarterback means something monetarily. I don't think so. I don't think you're going to see checks necessarily uh, from it. You get it in endorsements. Zeke is, or Dak is the face of what yogurt is it? The Greek yogurt. Yeah. He wouldn't be and, if and he was Campbell's, the red. Campbell soup. If, yeah. If he was the Redskins quarterback, he wouldn't be that face. That's true, but again, you're going for Campbell's and you're going for yogurt. So, like, I don't know what that is, but that's not enough to make up twenty million dollars in like a in a pay discrepancy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jerry's saying like you oh, get, get that your, much. Money. I get your point. Yeah, now. you still are going to be made. It's worth something. It's not worth that much. I totally agree with you. That's a lot. I it's mean, fifteen to twenty. Is like the spread. Probably a lot of money. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a food for thought kind of thing. I just wanted to throw it in there. <laughs> Not food. I see what you did there. We, we yogurt and Campbell's. There you go. But um, boom. Hold on. Yes. Before we move on.
hard knobs. Caught yep. up? Fails? Caught uh, up? No, no. That's terrible. That'll kill us. Then forward we shall press to the NBA. I'm where, sorry. I, where the busy, Nets man. and Karis LeVert agree to a three-year, $52.5 million extension. Wow, I'll tell you what. That looks like basketball money, not football money, because football money is nowhere near that. Is Poe. So, is 52 million? Yeah. For three years? For a bum. For a bum, <laughs> for yeah. A bum. For Karis LeVert. For I guess, <laughs> yes, that's true. I get more money than Nurk. Does a. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that is kind of. You think about ooh. that, and that is very weird. I what mean, is, they must really like Karis LeVert. What is a. Uh, so, one, does that do anything for you? No. And two, do you guys happen to know what Nurk's uh, current salary is? Or. I don't. Making forty, I think he's making forty-two million. Oh wow, underpaid. Yeah, I don't know. This is, he's all right. He's, I don't think he's worth that. But I guess everyone's worth that. Like you said, bums would, are getting paid. You so know what? Whatever. He's he's worth about as much as a new segment on the Bold Nonsense podcast. I'll tell you that. But um, and moving on to where Demarcus Cousins now has a warrant out for his arrest following his wedding, following the leak of a phone call between t- him and his ex-girlfriend saying that he would essentially blow kill her with a gun if her if his son if their son was not allowed to go to his wedding so hey congrats boogie uh congrats on the leg and congrats on the warrant um hey hate maybe, to see it. Maybe, maybe that's why the lakers went ahead and took dwight because they knew this was in effect and this yeah. was coming out. Well, he, was out he was also out for this season anyway. So, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to be objective. I feel like if you listen, if you're a regular listener, you know I'm not, I'm not Cousin's biggest fan. But. Fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, timing, little suspect. That was bad. That little was really, suspect with the timing. Really bad. In terms of, from her perspective, you know, he just gets married. Maybe she's a little, little hurt by the moving on. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but if if he did, it's sad because this shows a a spiral. Yeah. In, um, attitude and what act. Well, it's like uh, almost like action. Hey, yeah. I don't have a yeah. I so I'm gonna continue your train of thought and Thank I you. guess try and clarify. It's like, hey, so now I don't have anything to really not live for but hey my nba career is now spiraling yeah it doesn't mean as much if i go to jail or whatnot or or make this yeah. outlandish claim and the thing is like he he for all we know boogie could have fully in like could have actually meant that but at the same time he could have just been saying words but there's still a problem you can't say those words you exactly. know so either there's an issue where hey we, he was actually going to do it or hey you you just can't say that shit to people you know you yeah, can't do that I, I, he's he's definitely got his stuff you know he's yeah. constantly losing his temper during seasons and now he is on phone calls as well yeah um but do you know what was one of my favorite my favorite Favorite drills during basketball season. Oh, God. It was the three-man weave, and we are going to play that this recess segment. Let's go. Recess! Let's play some games. I want to play a game. 
If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Thank you, at Still Smooth, for that introduction. This is a recess where we are, you are playing Jesus, me, myself, and I. Three man weave. For those who don't know how to play it, ow! This is how you play. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Three, two, and one. Okay. And one. And one. Hey. Oh, baby. <laughs> um. The professor. <laughs> you guys ever wear and one clothing or shoes? Or had shoes? Yeah, I got, I got a free pair of shoes from a basketball camp once. Skyhawks? Ooh. No ads. From okay, here's how you play three man weave each of us we come up with a topic we also come up with the first sentence in a three sentence paragraph we that that host gives the first sentence the other two hosts then give the second and the third sentence respectively so like mad libs with thoughts basically kind of so uh let's just do an example i give a sentence i give the first sentence and i have a direction that i think this topic and sentence is going to go but then one of you two can take it wherever you want. So the person who gives the first sentence has no idea where that paragraph will end up. Yes. And that is the fun part. Let's set, let's set an order so we know who we're following each time. Do we... It's going to go to the right of the host that gives the first sentence. To the right. So me, Bales, tells you. Sure. Yeah. I know my direction. Yeah, good job. Let's oh, go. You throw up the two hands at the L's and everything, just like that. <laughs> Mama may raise me right. Who wants to start? I have three. Do you have three or how many? I do you have, have three. Okay. I want to go last. That's St. Bales. I want to go last. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. Bales starts. Yeah. All right. Let me start. At St. Bales, you start. Uh, Marcus Mariota will be finally vocal about his. Uh, bench roll with the Tennessee Titans. After week 13 at, and he gets a rib injury. And then we see no more of Marcus Mariota. R.I.P. Marcus Mahalo. Ooh. Final no. season oh. for Marcus. Oh, final no. season for Marcus. Final season? Done. That's brutal. Done. That's brutal. Cut him. Okay. Put a, put a fork in me. You're done. Jeez. Uh, okay. Here's my first one. While the rest of the Cowboys work to get ready for this season, Zeke has downed more, downed more pina coladas than he has career touchdowns. Because we all know how much Zeke likes to eat. Nom, 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 nom. But that does not change his appetite for touchdowns. He will be back this season. That's a run on. Run on. Ah, dang it. But he also is having credit troubles, so his bank will finally stop him from eating so much. Until? Until Jerry signs him to a three-year... Hundred thousand. Hundred million dollars. Hundred thousand. He's making. God damn. He's making thirty-three a year. <laughs> he just he breaks his leg first down. Mm. 
Okay, that was one of the longest ones we've ever done. Yeah, I, for, I forgot about yeah, the that. Move, the That's my bad. That's Jeez, my bad. We just talked about this. I will try and follow the rules and kick it off correct. My statement, the NFL is ready for its first female kicker. Carly Lloyd fits the profile because she has that boyish face. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's hard to follow. Uh, um... <laughs> She can, she can kick with five steps. Can she kick with one and a half? And no kickoff responsibilities for her. I like it. Bales, All right. why don't you get after it? Kirk Cousins needs to stop being so nice to everybody. He, he's at his meanest when he's ripping out the hearts of defenses. He only knows how to do it because his old lady does it to him every night or every week that he loses a football game. Who is this, Patrick Reed's wife? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I just see Kirk Cousins just getting reamed by his wife they're, every time he's going to lose. They're a very Christian family, so I don't think he's getting his ass reamed. He's been losing for too long. Things change. <laughs> Things change. <laughs> the Lord can only help so much. <laughs> Oh, I can't say that. Man, I can't say that. We are being so mean with this game. We've never been this mean. We got before. a little vicious. Okay. I okay, didn't mean it. I'm go. sorry, Kurt. Here we go. I think you guys had a little bit of St. Bale's juice before you went on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Two shots real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. My second one. Gruden has his team's respect and attention. Only when he does knock when you're with me. But the thing is, is three and thirteen still isn't gonna look that good. <laughs> I like that. It skews negative again. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're just ne- we're a negative folk. Oh, that's not good. Okay, um, we're gonna get positive. Some positivity right for here, your right here for your Saturday morning. Put some shine on it. Bit shine. Bit shine. <laughs> Antonio Brown will finish as a top five wide receiver this year. Antonio Brown. Damn, that is the dumbest thing you've ever asked, Smooth. Dude, just say, you. You, this is not a That's sentence. A statement. No, I know. I'm going off topic right now. Uh, Antonio Brown also thinks he's God's greatest gift to mankind, which, no, okay. no. It'll that, make it tough. Damn. It'll it'll make it tough with his feet and if he if he can't find a helmet. Fair enough. Done. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Top I'll leave it. I'll leave it at one <laughs> sentence. That was I didn't know where to even go. <laughs> Bales, you shook me. No, yeah, Smooth shook me, so that's his fault. I'm shook, gonna get negative shook, again. Shook. I'm gonna I'm gonna get negative again. No no surprise there. Just give it to us. The only thing. Shaking the shores of Tampa Bay is Bruce Arians rumbling around with a cold glass of scotch after a hard win. Oh, which won't happen often. Because Jameis will throw an average of a pick and a half this season. A game? Yes. 
times 16? That's 24 picks. (laughs) You heard it here first on the Bold Nonsense podcast. 24 picks. Jesus. They shouldn't have got rid of uh, Mike Glennon. (laughs) The Raiders got him now. Wow. Yeah, well, Nate Peterman's going to beat him out for for a job. Yeah, not for Peterman looked nice. He's winning. He looked nice. He He hasn't seen it yet. He he looks looks nice, man. Okay, (laughs) Mike. That's outstanding. I love this quarterback. (laughs) Um. My last one is NFL and college football. Same sport, completely different feel. One, because the fans care about college football more. And two, because the NFL is deteriorating in product by changing too many of their rules. Personal take. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Etsy fails. Finish it off for us. I'm sorry, say it again? You've got to be oh, kidding me. Man. No, I, you bro, have I was got to be kidding me. I, I was looking at a Twitter thing about Nate Peterman. That's okay. incredible. Nice. I'm sorry. Start again. Ah, oh, dude, start. I don't know. What was it? No. Dude, I just saw <laughs> got cut by the Raiders. Dude, you're oh, ruining hard oh knocks. Oh my gosh. They just had cuts today. It's not a hard knock you, thing. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're done. That is seven and nine bullshit. I'm just look- Somebody I'm looking. Somebody just went. Okay, you finish it off. You at St. Bales, pay attention. You at Still Smooth, give us the last three-man weave sentence. Let's finish this off strong after all of that nonsense. That was some nonsense to say the least. Incre- we're episode seventy-nine, <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna raise the nonsense right here with this statement: PTO will win this year's bold nonsense heavy artillery fantasy football league. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> PTO also doesn't know a damn thing about fantasy football still after eight years. He would he might win because he had someone else draft for him. <laughs> nice. Bang! Nice. <laughs> Alright. There we go. That is three man weave. That was recess. Time to get y'all sweaty butts back in the classroom. Recess is done, but we do have another topic. It is Winter Predictor, where we are going to take a look at the NFC North and break down the NFC West as well, just like we have in the previous episodes. Yes! That's awesome! This is Winter Predictor. Uh, As we have done over the previous weeks, we break down uh, the NFL uh, divisions, Again, we're going to be looking at the NFC North and NFC West this week where our analysts will be going on the count of three. We will be shouting our picks, ranking the um, divisions yeah. from, from basically... Four to one. Uh, yep. Four to one. Four to we're, one. Picking, we're picking divisions. That way we can hold each other accountable throughout the season. Exactly. So starting with the North, um, which consists of the Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. Oh my... At St. Bales, at Walsh Disney, on the count of three, give me your fourth place NFC North team. Three, two, one, Lions. 
That was lines easy. from everybody. That's easy. Yuck. Third place team. I don't think they're going to be a bad last place. Oh, that's yeah, later. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's later. That's after. That's after. They're going to be pretty bad. That's after. Okay. Pretty stank. That's my fault. Uh, a little less stanky. The third place team in the NFC North, 3-2-1. Packers. Packers. Okay, wow. that's two Packers and one Vikings. Like it. Um, second place team, 3-2-1 Vikings. Packers. That's the first time we've been different on all of them. At still smooth, Vikings second place at St. Bale's. Packers second place at Walsh Disney. Bears second place, which will only leave us with our first place, 3-2-1 Bears. Bears for at, at Still Smooth, Vikings for at Walsh Disney, Bears for at St. Bales. Review one to four in why real quick. Uh, one to four, Bears, uh, Khalil Mack and that savage defense, Vikings, um, even though I just ripped him apart, Kirk Cousins and that receiving core finally have a year together. Packers, just because of Aaron Rodgers, yucked everything else on that roster. The Lions are garbage. Okay. Uh, I went uh, I went Vikings 1. I think the defense is kind of an every every other year plays really well, and they're fixing that offensive line, plus having a bunch of weapons, Dalvin Cook. Potential uh, comeback player of the year. Bears, good, but not as good as last year. I think the defense is okay, but the offense isn't as good. Packers, I just don't trust the head coach. He makes decisions that lose games. And the Lions won't be a bad fourth place team, but won't be a good team either. Bears, Trubisky got another year under his belt. Going to make this one uh, a lot better after getting smoked by the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, just quality as ever. Just an absolute unit. Vikings, you can figure out Diggs and Thielen real, real quick. Really not hard to figure out. Lions, mm, mm. TJ Hawkinson is all they got. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> keep it moving on to the wild, wild west, better known as the NFC West, where the division is held or made up of, shall I say, the Seahawks, Rams, 49ers, and at St. Bales' Cardinals. Fellas, starting so with brave. your fourth place team on three, three, two, one Cardinals. Wow. Okay. Three birds, two different types. At St. Bales, at Walsh Disney with the Cardinals pick Man. for fourth place. Uh, at St. Bales. Today. <laughs> I'm working, baby. I'm sweating. Well, yee. Sue Wig Pooey. Let's go here on three for our third place team of the NFC West. Three. On one. This is bothering me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> on one. Three, two, one. Seahawks. Seahawks. Cardinals. Seahawks and Cardinals. Reverse order of last time for our second place team okay. in the West. Three, two, one. Seahawks. 49ers. Wow. So both at St. Bales and Walsh Disney high on the Niners. I like it. I cannot wait to hear you guys' whys because I will disagree with every one of them. Okay. But we're waiting for the first place team in the NFC West on one, fellas. Three, two, and one. Rams. The Los Angeles Rams. 
Everybody on the Rams. Okay, let's review. One to four. I'm going to go ahead and go first. No, you're not. Rams. No. Rams are one. Hey, guys. And the Rams are going to do it. They're going to continue to get better. It's on the rundown. Just follow the rundown. Okay. Is your name first or second? Why am I in the middle? You're in the middle because that's where you are on the rundown. So you go second. You're the PB&J. You're the delicious line cutter. (laughs) Rams are one. Rams are one. They get better from the Super Bowl, and I think they've made good additions. Plus, Cooper Cooper Cup is back. 49ers. I actually think they've made really good additions, and I believe that uh, Kyle Shanahan is finally going to get it rolling. Injuries not included. Seahawks, I just think they take a step back. You can't be that run-heavy two years in a row, in my opinion. Cardinals, they got nothing. (laughs) <laughs> what a loser. So, Rams, I don't get why everyone's sleeping on Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, knee's fine. He's going to be okay. 49ers, like I said earlier, the 7-8 seeds in each AFC-NFC would be nice because the Niners would make the playoffs then. Uh, San Francisco, actually a good team, but they're actually not going to make the real playoffs. Cardinals. Kyler's a lot better than people think. Michael Crabtree just got added to the offense. Let's keep this moving. Seahawks. I'm just kind of sick of the whole city of Seattle. I hate the Pacific Northwest. Uh, uh, like <laughs> Jeez, that. You're I hate from all the, there. No, no, no. I like the. I like everyone in uh, south of the Columbia River. But but when people bring up the Seahawks, everything north, it's just like you guys need to chill out with this whole Seahawks thing. You guys lost a Super Bowl right on the one yard line. Shut the hell up. Ouch! Wow, that's Stingers. a lot of listeners. Please cover your ears. <laughs> Stingers from at St. Bales. And what you've waited for this entire podcast. The still smooth the wrong picks. rankings of the NFC West. I hope you're buckled up. Rams number one, Jared Goff. Um, continues to progress year over year. I think that receiving core is healthy uh, and is, is my favorite receiving core in the NFL. Todd Gurley, why he may have no knees, is still a legit uh, threat at running back. I have the Rams at one. Uh, Seahawks number two. Russell Wilson is a top five player, not quarterback, player in the NFL. And that, when you have an elite quarterback, um, which I believe Russell Wilson is, that is good enough to win games by himself. Um, That is good enough. Uh, I believe, for me to give them the second place uh, standings. 49ers, uh, haven't seen it yet. Uh, won't, I won't trust it till I uh, see it. And the Cardinals, um, mm, yeah. Learn they how got to, nothing. Learn how to play football. They got nothing. Um, Just helping you out on the last one. Yeah. Also, by the way, can we talk about Cliff Kingsbury real quick? I'm just going to throw this out there. At Texas Tech, he was known for having really good offenses and no defense, and he never and he never won any games. Now in the NFL, he's got uh, maybe a good offense and no defense, and he's supposed to win games all of a sudden. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Now we can move on. Yeah, right. That that sounded like fantasy talk, which actually we're actually going to get into right now. I don't know if you know that, but fantasy talk is the next segment we're going to head to. is Fantasy Talk brought to you by the hosts of the Bold Nonsense Podcast, where what we're going to do for you today is break down um, 
our draft again yep. uh, with both um, a couple of pieces of information. We're Those... going to give you some players to look for. Yeah, uh, in this upcoming season, who we specifically targeted that we needed to have on our teams, some of the sleeper picks we have um, for this year, and some other information to go along with those picks. So buckle up, let the fantasy talk begin. This is a huge weekend. You know, preseason week four just ended, and it's next week. Everything starts. So a lot of people draft over this week and this weekend. So we're hoping that you listen to this and then go to your draft and we are going to make you a little bit better. Hopefully win you a league. So we'll give you some targeted players and some sleepers to look for. I don't know. Just throw some out there. Okay. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. Give us some people. All right, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't get why y'all are laughing right now. Uh, A.J. Green is not the big dog in Cincinnati right now. You know who the big dog who is? Who is it? Tyler Boyd. So you're tar- Tyler- you targeted Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd is on my radar for every league I'm in. He's an absolute unit. Tyler Boyd, absolute. Uh, the entire offense of the Cincinnati Bengals this year, I don't see them winning more than two games, but he's still going to put up a lot of points for them. Uh, another guy I see, guys who – have seen him on the Jaguars, seen him on the Colts. Dante Moncrief. He's the number two wide receiver on the Steelers. Uh, Big Ben can't exactly uh, put all the energy on Juju, so he's got to go to his other side, hit Dante. Dante's going to get a lot of yards this year, at least over a 1,000, quite a few touchdowns. Look for Dante Moncrief in your drafts this week. End. Boom. <laughs> Period. Boom. <laughs> Hard stop. Skirt. <laughs> I like it. I like that. Lots of good fantasy knowledge from our at St. Bales. Rolling on into my, um, I'm going to start with a receiver that I target in all of my leagues. Uh, Robert Woods. Uh, don't be fooled. Cooper Cup may be the, the number one wide out there. Um, but um, Robert Woods, after Cooper Cup went down, had no problem carrying the bulk of that offense with Gurley down. Um, and, and Cooper Cup out. Robert Woods did wonders for me last year. Super happy with his production. High catch rate. Everything you want in a receiver. Highly recommend Robert Woods. Um, and my second guy that I'm targeting in all my leagues, uh, Tony Pollard. Uh, with Zeke's absence still um, unknown, and we're not sure the timeline of this, Tony Pollard needs to be drafted earlier than later in all leagues because of that Un, um, unforeseen value. You don't know. You could be hitting it out of a, out of the park and getting a RB one bell cow that you uh, basically stole in the draft, or you know Zeke could come back week two and you're out of draft pick. You just don't know. But that's someone I I feel strongly about uh, drafting. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you some. I'm about to give you a bunch of fantasy knowledge, bunch of players where to look for. So be prepared with that pause button and that rewind button. Here they go. If you want to win a league, start listening right now. Here we go. Some targeted players that I targeted in all my drafts. My big one, Mark Ingram. Middle of the fourth round is where he's going at right now. In one of the most run-heavy offenses, you get a really good running back. Devontae Freeman, in the third round, you can find him. And he is on a really good offense. And his big guy, Tevin Coleman, he gone. 
Dalvin Cook is going early in the second. Make sure you get him. Like I said, he could be a comeback player of the year. Chris Godwin in the late fourth round. If everything goes well in Tampa, which it very well could, he's going to have a huge year. And then in the seventh, Jared Cook. He will be the third receiver, or second receiver, third target in a huge offense. Alvin Kamara, not a deep down the field kind of pass receiver. Jared Cook, he can be that same guy for one of the best Back of the quarterbacks inside. of all time. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay, here are the sleepers. Paris Campbell. Yes, Andrew Luck retired. Mm, Sad big day. Paris Campbell guy. Sad day. Uh. Yep, see, he knows, he knows. He's going undrafted. So you can get him at the very end. Maybe he's a waiver wire guy, but he's a guy that the Colts are huge on, and so is their head coach. Dallas Goddard. If you have if you have a huge league, maybe it's super deep, maybe it's 18 team, well, he's going undrafted, and you can find a tight end for value late. Royce Freeman is going in the 10th yeah. round, and the Broncos, Broncos have already said they want it to be more of a 50-50 split between him and Phillip Lindsay. Um, Dante Pettis, 10th round for somebody in a great offense who could go off. Go dogs. Go dogs. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr., again, he's back in New Orleans where he had one of his highest catch rates and highest fantasy years. He's going undrafted. Naeem Hines, again, Andrew Luck retires, but Jacoby Brissett, very capable. He can throw a check down. 13th round. James Washington, Big Ben comes off of one of his best passing performances from last year, continues it, get him in the 11th, and then Michael Gallup who has been huge in preseason and was pretty good coming on last year's second-year riser in the late 12th round. Again. I got three – Walt Disney, that's a that's a cast of characters you got. I got hey, three if you sleepers. need to hear it again, hit the back button. No, thanks. Three sleepers, though, you guys need to listen for. One, Bears receiver Anthony Miller, 5'11", 199. Allen Robinson can't do it all. They're going to feed him the ball quite a bit. Number two, Alexander Madison. Uh, the backup for the Vikings, running back. Dalvin Cook hasn't shown his full potential. Who knows what's going to happen to him this year. It's been pretty bad luck so far. Watch out for Madison to, to get a lot of production in there. Number three, Meikle Hardman. Ran a 4-3-3 yes. for the Kansas yes. City Chiefs. An absolute speedster for Patrick Mahomes and that crazy Chiefs offense. I'm a huge Hardman fan. A University of Georgia Bulldog, Jake Fromm and him, had a great camaraderie. They're going to show it uh, in Kansas City with Pat Mahomes. I'm looking forward to see Hardman score at least six to seven touchdowns this year. Like it. I love it, and I love all the knowledge that all of both of you have shared uh, with our senseless listeners. We have one more thing for you. We do. We have one maybe more thing the for best, you. Maybe the best thing we've ever done on the podcast one thing in a winner yeah yes it's back it's nfl season i think at least in my opinion it's one of the best things we've ever done what we do is we keep track it's going to be every game usually we don't do the thursday night games because we record on fridays although we're going to do that on social media this year but we went ahead and preempted it we're going to do next week's thursday night game one thing in a winner I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am.
You had one job. Just the one? Because I'm here. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. Okay, here we go. It's one thing, why, and a winner. Who wins? That's it. It's pretty self-explanatory. So, we got Thursday night, Packers at Bears. The first game of the NFL season. Who we all picking? Let's just go through. Uh, at St. Bales, why don't you start? Who are you picking? All right, and all right why? I'm going to go ahead. Real this quick. Is easy. I don't get to watch the game. I, I'm going to be in class that night, but I'm going to hopefully have it on my phone. Bears, 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 Bears. One thing. One thing about the game. Why? Uh, the city of Chicago is getting around this team. For some reason, they have a lot of hope, a lot of hype. Trubisky. We hate that. That whole <laughs> offense. That's more than one thing. Yeah, that's, that's... The whole city of Chicago was booming. Bears by 60. Wow, oh, call God. Nice. nice. Oh, God. I am going to take the Packers um, to win this. And if you remember from a previous segment, I actually took the Packers to place third in the NFC North and the Bears to win uh, the North. But it's a sneaking suspicion. I think the Packers are going to win. I can't put my finger on it. Some fluky S is about to happen. It's week one, opening night. There's nerves. Aaron Rodgers under center. Aaron Rodgers under center. Cool, calm, collected, gunslinging touchdowns from the hip. I am taking the Bears, and here's why I talked about why I how I don't like the Packers head coach. I think that Aaron Rodgers comes out and he wants to show that he is going to try and follow the game plan, and I think that the new coach is going to make a couple critical errors throughout the game that puts his team behind the eight ball and the bears aren't going to fair enough fair enough that's it that is the teaser of one thing in a winner that's just one game usually going forward once the nfl season really kicks off on thursdays we'll give you the thursday night game and then on Friday, during the pod, we'll give you all the rest of the game. We'll pick every game and keep track of it. It is something that gets highly cheated around the BN crew. I believe I won last year. No. <laughs> just I, last. Did. I, did. Uh, I did. I did. I won. Okay. Fool. No, back check. No, go back. Hey, go back and listen to it. I won the goddamn. You guys are a bunch of heretics. <laughs> I won. No, I'm going to go back and listen to it. I won. Hey, but for right now, Cap, we're all going to win with PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Money. Money.
might be rich. Usually you pay double for that kind of action, Cotton. Thank you, at Still Smooth, for that introduction. This is PTO's Picks, where I make the picks and you make the money. Last week, I had the Cleveland Browns at the Indianapolis Colts. I took the Indianapolis Colts minus three. Wah, wah, wah. Final. Browns 21, Colts 18. Push, and that's a loss for at Still Smooth. Unlucky. <laughs> One in three so far. But, hey, I got a lock for you. I don't know, actually. But I'll say I got a lock for you. This, this is terrible. This week I'm taking the Auburn Tigers minus three and a half at the Oregon Ducks. This game will be played. Disgraceful. Will be played in Dallas, Texas. The Tigers are coming off an eight and five season, and there have been too many of those on the plains for the, a lot of Auburn fans. In fact, since winning the national title against Oregon, the Tigers have played for another national title but lost to Florida State in 2013. In the seven seasons, other than those title runs, Auburn has gone 52-40. and 40. That's good enough for some programs, but not a team that wants to win a national title like the Tigers do. This season, Auburn will be trying to do it with a new QB, a freshman, Bo Nix, that was named uh, the team's starter. Bo Nix, actually named after uh, Bo Jackson, did you know? Um, but Nix is the, is the first true freshman to start the season at quarterback for Auburn in the, modern area, in the modern era, and he's the son of former Auburn QB Patrick Nix, who was a quarterback uh, from 1992 through 95. Nix was Alabama's Mr. Football uh, winner last season at Pinson Valley, where he played for his father and won consecutive state titles. Now he hopes to bring that kind of success back to Auburn and beat the Ducks in week one. For the Oregon Ducks, the Ducks are in a similar situation as Auburn, but with a different perspective. The Ducks went 48-7 and in the four seasons following that loss to Auburn and, the loss, uh, and that loss of the title game to Ohio State in the very first college football playoff championship. The four seasons since, however, have, the Ducks, have seen the Ducks go 29-22, and but they have improved to 9-4 and last season and are feeling optimistic heading into 2019. A big reason for this is that Justin Herbert is Justin Herbert, who many have believed would leave school for the NFL season for the NFL last season, but instead came back for his senior season. Herbert enters the season as a Heisman Trophy candidate. The Ducks have also have a freshman named uh, Kayvon Thibodeau at defensive end who headlines a strong recruiting class for Mario Cristobal and the Oregon Ducks. The number two prospect in the 2019 recruiting class, many believe Thibodeau will have a significant impact from the start. Now it's hard to go against the Heisman hopeful QB in the matchup against a true freshman, but it's also hard to pick a Pac-12 team against a SEC team uh, looking as good as Auburn does this year. But since Auburn, uh, since Auburn last beat Oregon, the Pac-12 and SEC have crossed paths 14 times. And listen to this. The SEC is 10-4 and four against the spread in those games. Again, the last 14 times the Pac-12 and the SEC have played each other, uh, the SEC has gone 10-4 and four against the spread in those games. And that is what I'm looking to for this week's PTO pick. Walsh, give me Auburn minus 3.5. You better lock it in. Also, 
This is not going to happen. This is the one of the worst. This is probably the hardest I've ever disagreed with one of yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah. This is weak. Hey. What in God's name hey. are you? Put it down then. Oregon comes with Herbert, the one of the best offensive lines in the country, one of the best recruiting classes, a defense that's returning multiple starters. It's going to be and a thrashing. It's going to be. Left. It's going to be Auburn's defensive line against Oregon's offensive line and. And Oregon's going to win. Defensive line Show is some respect for your, for your state. Oregon's offensive line. Oh, I didn't know you were from the South. I'm about the wins. And I know my PTO's picks record doesn't reflect it this year. How was it last yet last week? Did you win or did you lose? I lost last week. Exactly. And I will win this week and get PTO's picks back to 2-2. Two and two. PTO's picks? Woof! <laughs> okay. Wanna be an American idiot? Ha! Gotti! Ha! Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Yes. Okay. Fine. I guess that's how we have to end the show. Okay. But I'm not. I'm not hosting, so. You guys, you guys keep on going. <laughs> you guys lead us right on out of here, you bunch of jokesters. <laughs> He's flustered. Next week, the NFL season kickoff. One thing and a winner. We will also be doing some recaps of football bets um, and basically everything that we do every week. Which we'll, we, we'll see where you come down on this, on this Auburn-Oregon dispute. Yeah. I might be biting, or I might be eating my words. And answering to a lot of Oregon fans. We'll see. Or, At this point, I, I hope so. Or, yeah. For the, for the I 503. Hope, I hope so. Of course, I hope Oregon wins. Good. See, that's, all, that's course, all we needed to hear. Yeah, that's yeah. all we needed to hear. Yeah. But, in case you would like to keep on listening to this podcast beyond episode 79, as you should, you can find us on Twitter at bold underscore nonsense. On Instagram, bold.nonsense. And our email address is... Boldnonsense, boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. When to expect the show, you can find it on Saturday mornings. Our great editor takes care of it Friday nights, puts it all together. That guy sucks. Puts it all together, wraps it up in a nice little bundle, delivers it to the earlobes and the ears <laughs> of all of our listeners on Saturday, <laughs> Saturday mornings. You can find it on SoundCloud iTunes, iHeartRadio, as at Walsh Disney had called out last week, in order to find it at iHeartRadio, you have to search on Google iHeartRadio. No, iHeartRadio no, and Bold Google, Nonsense. No, yeah, you Google I, Bold Nonsense. And then clip the iHeartRadio link. As Still Smooth brought up before the show, we're on a bunch of different places. If you Google Bold Nonsense, you can find us wherever you want, pretty much. Any podcast outlet, you will be able to listen to that. Uh, except Spotify. Yeah, ex- yeah except, Spotify. except Spotify. Don't go there. Except Spotify, you will be able to listen to the three wonderful voices of this bold nonsense uh, podcast. We appreciate you listening every week. This is why we do it. For at Still Smooth. Love doing this for, for all y'all. Much love. Oh, wow. That, that happened quickly. Wow! Oh, he was going oh, first. Smooth and I smooth forgot. and you know you, I forgot. I mean, you're going, man. No, no, you're you're the host. You yeah. do what you got to yeah. do. Hey, no, and nothing's happened in the league, so we're yes. good. We're good. Yes.
Maybe next I'm week we'll St- start talking heavy artillery. I'm at St. Bale's. Cheers, Mahalo. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. That's episode 79 of Bold Nonsense Podcast. Oh. They know. Stay senseless. Stay they senseless. Know. <laughs> There's an outro. <laughs> Who I usually, I usually Who just knew? Listen, no, dude, because I always just listen to the outro music. I at that part. I gotta practice that one. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.